We are live. Hey, welcome to episode of Chad's, or I'm sorry, the Gig Two podcast. I almost said Chad's beer reviews. Um, by the way, if you've seen the the cartoon of me, it's I have headphones on the cartoon. I never wear them, but I was like, why don't I actually wear them? So anyway, uh, tonight's uh, guests is uh, Jim and David from the Para app or Para Gig HQ. How you guys doing? We're great. Thanks for having us on, Chad. We're okay. excited to be here. Now, you guys, you guys have been doing the the YouTube tour. I've seen you on like so many other GigTube channels lately. In fact, I saw David on the uh, Spanish language one. Was it called Delivery TV or something like that? Yeah, Delivery TV exactly. Yeah. And somebody had to dub your voice in Spanish. That was funny. Yeah, okay. unfortunately, I'd uh, I'd grown up. I grew up in Hong Kong, and they did not teach me Spanish in Hong yeah. Kong. So, yeah, no, not something I know super well. I took uh, I took Spanish in middle school and high school, but I mean, as soon as I graduated, like that went away, you know. But I live in Florida now, so a lot of people speak Spanish here. So, I I know like certain words, you know, but I couldn't carry on a sentence or anything like that, but. Anyway, so we're here to talk about uh, the app you guys put together called uh, Para. Um, it started out, did it start out basically as like an earnings tracker and a mileage tracker? Yes, I think that's a good way to think about it. We've had a couple iterations of it before what you see nowadays, but the prior version of this was uh, just, yeah, automatically track your earnings across the apps you work on mm -hmm. and we had a what we were calling a retroactive mileage tracker so if you forgot to track your miles we could go back and use your trip history and generate a mileage report for you okay uh, so it's but not... i think you know sorry go ahead yeah it wasn't an ongoing it wasn't an ongoing tracker. But essentially what you could see is uh what ties these all together is just a i think a very simple philosophy is what tools can we build to make drivers lives easier basically to help make informed decisions so uh same vein very different product yeah <laughs> and uh how did you there's there's four of you guys on the team how did how did the four of you guys meet uh jimmy i can pass that on to you yeah i mean i think david and jeff the co-founders they have like a whole backstory there but i just got an email from a professor one day um from someone at david's network and that's just sort of how i how i met david and jeff um, so I've been sort of working on the project uh, on and off since maybe two Marches ago and then more full-time since like last fall. Mm -hmm. And uh... yeah, we were lucky to meet Jimmy. I know Jeff, the other co-founder uh, through high school in Hong Kong. Of all places. We went to high oh. school together, sort of lost contact for a while, discovered we were both living together in San Francisco and, you know, winding path that somehow ended up working on this together. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot what I was gonna ask. <laughs> you, you guys have, like I said, you guys have been doing the the GigTube tour by now. I don't know if I can ask any questions. You haven't already been asked. Actually, that, that's a good. Well, all right. Well, before we get into like the nitty gritty, I mean, this could be somebody's first hearing about the the With Para app. So, can you just give somebody like the elevator speech? What give them a rundown on what it is, what it does. What, who who the target audience is and why they would want to use it. 
Yeah, so for us, it's uh, we provide a feature called trip transparency, where we provide extra context around the trips that you take. Right now, that's primarily DoorDash. So we're able to show users uh, what the full pay behind a trip is. Uh, so very simply, you're running DoorDash, you get a ping from them saying, hey, there's a trip. What you'll then get is a notification from us immediately following, usually within a second or two, saying, hey, DoorDash says the total seven, uh, the full total on the trip is 12 because it includes a tip, basically. And I think it's uh, it's that simple, really. You sign up, uh, you get a notification when you get a ping as to what the full pay on the trip is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on our end, we're doing this because we just believe that this is the right thing to do, right? As an independent contractor, you have the right to know what you're get signing up for. So we're just basically have released this tool on that very simple principle, which is you should know what you're signing up for. So we're just going to help you know exactly what it is on that trip yeah and uh who came up with the name uh para or para uh i think that's uh <laughs> that's a that's a great question i think you know we've been looking for you know finding names that are available nowadays are is very difficult as i'm sure you can imagine so i think there's a couple meanings as to why we chose para but sort of para means to be for something in spanish we also sort of yeah. to run multiple apps in parallel parallel park para is also a form of currency mm-hmm. so there was a you know a couple different reasons but uh you know it sounded nice and was a four letter name also been the other one i think yeah it's funny because i got a uh, flyer in the mail yesterday and it said i saw on there somewhere it said para espanol and yeah. i was like so I asked Siri what that meant, and it said for Spanish. And I was like, oh, okay, that's what para means. It also means like, I, it's funny, like a month or two ago, I, somebody played para uh, or para on uh, Words with Friends, and I hit dictionary, yep. and it said like short for paratrooper or something like that. But yeah. Uh, somebody said my. Yeah, I've seen sort of, uh, I've seen paratrooper, I've seen parasite, I've seen a whole bunch of these funny yeah. ones. But I think the main ones, we like this sort of, uh, I know it's not phonetically correct exactly, but it's not stand for to be for something basically and for us it's like we're standing for the driver or something. Oh, yeah you guys to make it like a reverse um what's it called when letters spell a word like scuba oh uh, ye- i don't remember but i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. um acronym like it's, yes. a, it's not an acronym but you have to figure out a way like what the letters stand for you know people yeah. are really awesome i don't know <laughs> hey i mean that's a good one we'll take we'll take it that's it no <laughs> uh, somebody said in the chat that my mic was low i think because i had the mic set wrong so i put it to this mic so it should be good now hopefully uh somebody in the chat said para is doing the lord's work <laughs> <laughs> um I, I wouldn't i wouldn't say the lord's work but i would say we're just doing what we're doing DoorDash's work so what yeah. DoorDash should be doing already by itself and uh, something I, I saw in you know, the other videos that you guys have done with the other gig tubers, was it all four of you guys have done gig jobs or currently still are, or just a few of you? Uh, yes, I think uh, all four of us have done gig jobs, continue to obviously in the last couple of weeks, uh, maintaining the system has been sort of full-time work. We now have sort of tens of thousands of people on the system. So that's taken away a lot of time from the gig work, but I was out delivering over the weekend so still make time to drive at least a couple times a couple times a week what city are you in i'm in san francisco 
Oh, okay. Wow, you're right there in the belly of the beast. <laughs> I am. I am in the belly of the beast, and I don't know about listeners, but uh, deliveries are still. I thought with the sun coming out in summer and all that that it would slow down, but it's it's been decent here over the last couple of weeks still. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Jim, you're in Rhode Island, you said. Yeah, I am. Yeah. But and you're originally from Orlando, right? I yeah uh, yeah no I am yeah that's why. I'm Love your shirt. Love your yeah. background. Um, my whole family's from the area. So. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, since, you know, we're talking computer stuff sort of tonight. Um, like I went to UCF. Well, I took an online course through UCF for cybersecurity. It was like a year long course. And there's like a, a little bit of coding in it. Like we have to learn mm -hmm. like a little bit of Python and, uh, you know, XML and just, uh, you know, just kind of like JavaScript, like basic languages like that. But I mean, like what I know is like so minuscule to like what a, you know, a professional software engineer or app developer knows. Um, I'd be curious about the, your, your technical background. You, you, any of you guys have bachelor in computer science or did you, are you self-taught? You know, who, who's, who's writing the ones and zeros and how do you know how to do it? <laughs> no, I think that's a, that's a great question. So, uh... Jeff, the, the sort of third person on our team who I'd gone to high school with, is the main coder or brains behind the operations. His background was he'd uh, got a master's in sort of bioinformatics, so sort of biology plus computers, I guess. Oh, cool. And after that, sort of uh, worked in Silicon Valley for a while as a software engineer at Twitter. Mm -hmm. So he's sort of the main man who uh, makes the things happen. The way I put it is that uh, Jimmy and myself know enough about tech concepts where we know enough to be dangerous and not to actually do anything. So. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jim, what's your, you know, educational and professional background? Yeah. I mean, I, I graduated from a four year college uh, around here, mm -hmm. um, but outside of that, not much. I mean, basically coming and helping out with para was sort of my first, not my first job, but I guess my first sort of full-time thing, uh, basically right out of school. So cool. Yeah. So they're the, they're the brains. You're the brawn. <laughs> yeah, someone needs a pizza or yeah. you know meetings or stuff like that. So. Remember that movie, um, Gone in sixty seconds, and like they're going around the room saying like who whose specialty is what, and they get to that one guy and they're like, oh that dude, he can order a pizza like a motherfucker, you know. <laughs> Nobody gets that reference. I mean that's that's from like nineteen ninety nine. So, anyway, Chad, um, I'd be curious about. I don't want to get off it, but like about your background. So you, you went for a year of cybersecurity, but like, what'd you do before that? Uh, well, I worked in IT. Like I've always been like a Windows desktop uh, support guy for like a decade. I went to ITT Tech back in Albany uh, for networking. Because I wanted to go into networking, but I just always landed up on the desktop and server support mm -hmm. team. So, yeah, like I was like a Windows guy for like 10 years. And actually, my last day job that I had was here in Lake Mary for Microsoft. Well, Microsoft was the, the client. I, I worked for a different company and it was a Office 365 contract. And I was only there for like four months and I just I hated it. It was I mean, they tried to make it we had like a game, like a game room, like Xbox and all that stuff set up and like, you know, donuts every day like they were like trying to do everything they could to like please us and like i was just like oh this job's so boring even though it was like the i, I was making more money it was the highest paying job I ever had until now but 
um, yeah, I just had to, I just couldn't take it anymore. I just got up and left one day and that's almost three years ago. So. Hey, if you're, your heart ain't in it, your heart ain't in it, right? Yeah. And, uh, David, you, you, did you used to work at, um, Uber HQ? I did. Yes. So, uh, back, uh, back in sort of 2015 through 17. So I worked, uh, for Uber corporate, but I was based in the desert. So launched Uber in Nevada, mostly Las Vegas. Oh, cool. It was part of sort of Arizona, Utah, New Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, Nevada. So the desert, the desert states basically. Um, but that was, uh, you know, a wild ride was basically sort of was young, got sent to Nevada, sort of recruited a bunch of the handful of, you know, the initial couple of hundred drivers knew a lot of them close, but I was, you know, obviously sort of Las Vegas was a large and super interesting market as I'm sure you can, uh, yeah. anyone who's been to Las Vegas knows. Yeah. Well, if you watch, uh, well, Tanner Markley, he's from, well, I think he's from LA and then he moved to Vegas and then now he's in Reno. And uh, I know you guys, yeah. he's, he's plugging para every video, every day. He was the first person that I, that I know of to like really uh, openly rep uh, para like, and I don't know when like the, the DoorDash trip transparency, I'm trying to think of like a, a, do you guys have like a shortcut name for that? Like just the DoorDash? TT. I've heard people call it TT. Okay. Well, let's just call it the DoorDash feature, you know? Um, I, he was the first person to talk about the DoorDash feature. And um, I know some other channels didn't want to mention it because like everybody was so scared, like, oh, you're going to get deactivated because like it's a violation in terms of service and DoorDash can tell that you're using it. So, and I'm sure you've been asked this question a million times. So what's a million and one? Can you explain to the audience, basically answer those questions like, A, can DoorDash tell if I'm using Para and B, why or why not? <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's a really great question. Uh, so one, I'm always upfront that this may be a violation of terms of services, of your terms of service with DoorDash. But two, why do we feel confident offering this? Is like, I think a couple of things, right? So the way that we've built the system, it's hard for DoorDash to detect that this is going on. So right. what we're doing is we're leveraging the fact that for a lot of dashers, they legitimately use DoorDash on multiple phones, right? On an Android or an iPhone. And I know a lot of people who use it because they know cell signal in a certain part of town isn't great. So we're effectively leveraging that capability uh, to act effectively as another phone on your behalf, get the ping for you. And what we can do is in that ping, read the extra information. And what we're mm-hmm. just doing is taking the ping that's being sent to you and just basically exposing the information that's already attached to it. And it's, it's already there. It's just the DoorDash app isn't showing it to you specifically. Right. So that is uh, how it works. Uh, the way we've built it, it's hard for DoorDash to detect that it's any different than any other phone running an app on your behalf. Uh, on top of that, I also think that we're just staying a, uh, a couple steps ahead as well. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've spent a lot of time and effort to make sure that it's even more so difficult to detect than it was even a couple of weeks ago. Nice. Uh, I also think, you know, we're backstopped by the fact that we just feel that what we're doing is right. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that the social zeitgeist or the social movement is really there right now, which is, uh, you know, these platforms passed prop 22 saying that drivers are independent contractors. We're just taking full advantage of what it means to be an independent contractor, which is at the end of the day, it's super simple. You should be able to make an informed decision about what you're getting yourself into. 
So I think for us, it's a combination of the way we've done it technically, we feel confident that it's hard to detect. Second of all, we're in the right. So I think it's those two things together that give us uh, give us confidence yeah. in this. And it's like, is it the way that Para pulls that full tip out of there? It's like, it's is it decrypting something that's coming down from DoorDash? Is it? I don't know. If it's uh, no, we're just able. To, uh, if you think about it, that's, uh, basically DoorDash is sending a ping to the app that has the tip on it. The mm-hmm. app is just choosing not to expose it to the driver. So it's not like we're doing even that oh, okay. fancy wizardry per se. It's it's just there. It just isn't being shown, right? And are you um, encrypting our communications at all? We we are very much so. So the, when you, I know that this is, you know, when we first came out, a lot of people, not a lot, but like it took a while to convince people to trust us that this is legit, right? And yeah. rightfully so, because the only way for us to do this was to ask for people's login information. And there's a lot of dashers and a lot of drivers who've been screwed in the past on stuff like this. So I understand that. And I think it's one of these where it took at least that first week or two for people to see one, this is legit Two, it's sticking around three. And I think part of the reason we've done so many of these YouTube videos too, is we are real people. Here's our face. Yeah. Here's what we stand for. We're not just in this to, you know, there's easier ways to make money than to try and scam you through this way. Basically. Oh yeah, totally. Cause... Uh, so I just think that, uh, but I think back to your original part of the question, which is yes, when you pass your login information, we, that with a two key sort of Google Cloud standard uh, in a way that's very secure. Uh, what I quite liked is we had a, a lady who runs a large Facebook group where before she'd actually had an initial combo with us, uh, she comes from a networking background and she'd sort of uh, poked and prodded our system a bunch basically before our conversation. Yeah. Uh, and her conclusion was basically like, hey, I feel comfortable uh, recommending this to all the people in my Facebook group because I've poked it and it's pretty secure. Are you talking about uh, a pen tester? Uh, it wasn't a pen, yeah, exactly. Penetration testing, exactly, yeah. yes. That's um, yeah. in cybersecurity. It's like, there's people, their entire jobs now are pen testers, where if you yeah. ever saw that movie from the 90s, which I can't believe they haven't remade it. Remember that movie from, like, it was like 92 with Robert Redford? Um, it's called Sneakers. And, like, they get, yes, they yes. get paid yeah, to, yeah. like, break into banks. And then it becomes this yeah. whole conspiracy after that. And like, I can't believe they haven't remade that for current times. I think it'd be an awesome movie. Um, but yeah, it's for people who are outside the IT world, there's a thing called penetration testing, where it's basically you pay someone to hack, quote unquote, hack your system to see if they can get in. Like when it's, it's, it's like a security drill, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, uh, it's a it's a big thing here also in Silicon Valley. Where like you actually make a bounty, right? If you're able to hack these systems, people pay you a reward yeah. for having hacked the system. You were listening to um, Darknet Diaries podcasts. A lot of those episodes are about that. I have not, but sounds interesting. Yeah, check them out because uh, it's like when I was going taking that cybersecurity course, we had to listen to Darknet Diaries like as homework. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, uh, but yeah, she she done a full full-scale penetration tested our system before speaking with me on the phone, which I thought was pretty awesome. Like, yeah, you know what's interesting is that I, there's a few similar apps. I've... I, I, here it is. Sorry. So I don't know if you guys can see my phone. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can a, see it. Moves, Gridwise, Stripe, yep. and then Para. Yep. You guys, these are more or less the same kind of thing. And... I noticed like with moves and gridwise, and I think even with Stripe, 
is it stripe or stride i always get a mix up stride 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 um, yeah yeah stripe is like the payment company stride is your mileage tracker but um you have to actually log into your app and then it'll like whatever i make on doordash or instacart or whatever like it'll show up in these earnings trackers and i Correct. thought that was like something because i know like there's also like with doordash is the dasher utility helper but that's only yep. on android because Correct. of the way that the ios versus the open source android works yep. um can you ex explain that for the layman like yes why yeah i think that's a mac but that's a really great question so uh there's a couple different ways to try and accomplish some of the things that these apps are doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I think for driver utility helper, they leverage a bunch of your Android's functionality. So there's something called like accessibility settings where they're able to, uh, they're effectively able to screen record and uh, accessibility settings makes it easier so that if you, you know, have trouble reaching the top of your screen, there's a right. bunch of interesting sort of movements and record things you can use within those settings. So driver utility helpers basically leveraging that in order to hit accept or decline on your behalf for these apps. So you know how on driver utility helper, when you log in and there's a checklist and it auto clicks there, mm -hmm. basically it is same thing, leveraging that tech, that accessibility setting tech in Android. The problem is only Android allows other people to develop on that super easily. Mm -hmm. And that's why driver utility helper isn't available uh, for an iPhone. So effectively they are actually looking at the phone on your app and doing, you know, virtually doing physical accept decline. Yeah. So what we're doing is slightly different. So what we're doing is we're actually uh, taking that information ping that's being sent to your phone reading that and set, like exp uh, exposing that to you, basically. Cool. So one is sort of uh, the ping gets sent to your phone and then the app is reading your phone to look at it. Mm -hmm. uh, for us, we're sort of going that step earlier. We're intercepting the ping, basically. There's a, there's a question in the chat. I can't tell if it's for me or for you guys from Cynthia Hampton. She said, do you currently use DoorDash and use it? I assume she means use Para. I, I yeah, I mean, Obviously, I signed up for Para, but I ha actually haven't really. I use it like maybe, I've used it a few times, and, but so I haven't really given it like a full test run yet. Like one of these days, like maybe like I think like this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, I'm gonna do like yeah. a whole weekend. Um, and I'm also I'm working on getting an Android and uh, doing both the Dash Utility ha Helper app combined with Para, and then seeing how much more I can make than I normally would because I'll be accepting, you know, cause with para, I'm going to see the full tip. So I'm going to take orders that I might have otherwise declined. So I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. hopefully and I think that. as part of that, uh, I, yeah, I think you're doing the right thing, which is it also needs time, right? So if you go out and just do a couple trips, you might not, you know, you may or may not run to a trip that you really should have declined or really should have taken. Uh, yeah. But most of the people who are using our system do notice if you go out for a good couple hours, it does make a meaningful difference. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you guys uh, watching live have questions, leave them in the chat. We can ask uh, ask them while they're here. I think another another question I've seen in other videos is people always just get so nervous. Like, well, if you're if you're, I'm giving Para my login information, isn't there a chance that they can, you know, get into my account or whatever? But nobody ever asked that about moves or grid wise or stride you know 
So how can you, if you can explain so like my boomer mom can understand how you're not going to rob me blind? Yeah. <laughs> so I think what, what basically happens is when you pass your login information, uh, we use that as sort of a key to sort of like open, you know, the door to door dash basically, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but after we've sort of used that key to open the door, uh, we actually never see your login information or password again. Right. Uh, we never see it at all. So you pass it to us, the key opens the door. Now that the door is open, we're able to pull out this information, but we don't have access to anything that's behind the door and we don't ever actually know what your login information is, uh, is sort of my uh, attempt at answering it. And the way I also put it is if you want to delete your account, we will delete every and any record of any of that that has ever happened, right. basically. So I think from our end, this sort of data ownership and data privacy is super important to us. So it's one of these where if you use it and you still feel uncomfortable or want to discontinue at any point, you can email anyone on the team or myself personally, and it will be gone, basically. Yeah, I was talking with uh, with Jim the other day, and I said, if you guys could like get somebody to make a cartoon to explain how it works, like, uh, you ever watch that? that science show Kurz Gazette or whatever it's called. It's like one of the biggest channels on YouTube where they explain science and cartoons. No, but that sounds great. Yeah. Just, you get some animation to explain it and any, like even little kids can understand it, you know? So, um, yeah, I guess I, another big question I know that I have, I, I'm, I'm sure it's been passed around before is, uh, why are you guys giving this away for free? It seems like, like I would like, I, I guess if you're giving away for free, I would expect there to be ads or something on here, but it seems like it's ad free, which is nice. And, uh, so yeah. you're giving away for free. Is there plans to like do a, like a, maybe like a different tier, like a, you know, basic, you know, and then yeah. premium, then platinum or some, some, you know, maybe like a paid version or free version. Yeah. That's a great question. I love that uh, people are starting to be aware, right? It's like, hmm, if something's free. Does that mean they're selling my data or if something's free? Like, it seems too good to be true. What's going on here, right? So for us, it's pretty simple. Uh, when we first thought about launching a version of this tool, we had thought about charging for it. But I think very quickly, we came to the conclusion that uh, since we believe this was the right thing to do, getting it into people's hands uh, seemed more important than trying to make some amount of money off of it, basically. Yeah. Uh, so I think what you saw, though, is uh, a couple of weeks in, though, we realized that uh, costs were starting to add up. And that's why we shifted from sort of uh, text notifications to just in-app notifications, because right. that did help us stop paying a lot out of our pocket. Uh, but essentially, what I can say is tip transparency will always be free. There might be a world in which if we we have this vision where we want to do this for all the platforms and start to build what I call a personal dispatch system, right? So something that will take all of your inbound requests, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Postmates, et cetera, et cetera, bring it all into one place and start to do some automation based off of, of what you, Chad, or each individual wants to do. So taking into account your sets and preferences, we can build this dispatch system that represents you. So I could see a world in which if we have that fully up and running and it's humming along and it's doing perfectly well, maybe then we could start charging some small amount of money per month. But to be honest, that's a long way away. And what I can confirm is that all the transparency features will always be free. Cool. So, oh, that's, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Um, 
We're running out of time. I got about eight and a half minutes left. I got to upgrade to uh, Pro Zoom here. <laughs> it's my first time having two people on at the same time. If, you, if it's just one on one, you have unlimited time. But if it's you know two or more or three or more people, um, yeah, it's limited to like forty minutes or so. But um, I think I think I've asked everything that I wanted to ask. Uh, Jim, you, you've been quiet for a while. Do you have anything? What's a question I haven't asked that I should be asking? Yeah, I can't. I can't think of one. I mean, if I were in your shoes, I would be curious to know what we're going to do next. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what I'm, what I'm asking, you know, giving away for free. Is there going to be a paid version or a pro version? Um, any other like in completely separate apps that you're working on or con considering working on? If you can talk about it. All yours, Jimmy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, okay. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, what you'll see, Chad, is uh, you know, we're starting to look at doing some transparency features for other platforms, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, other food delivery platforms think you know Uber Eats, Grubhub, etc. So, if listeners have thoughts as to what they would like to see for those platforms, please let me know. We're all ears. We've heard a couple common things, which is miles for Grubhub. Basically, you don't quite know what miles on each trip you're getting into. And around Uber, Uber Eats, we've heard that, you know, if there's a tip above $8, that's hidden a lot of the time. And the second thing we've heard is sort of uh, basically on a stacked trip. Also, similarly, you aren't told the mileage on that. Uh, okay. But at the same time, I think the listeners are the real experts. So it's one of these where imagine we were able to do transparency for some of the more favorite apps you also work on. Uh, what would you like to see? Please let us know. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, this. I, of. As, as far as Uber Eats goes, is that if you're, like, if you're picking up one order while you're still in the pro, like you haven't finished the drip, either you haven't picked it up yet or you haven't delivered it yet, and another order comes in, they don't. It's not like DoorDash where they show you a map and like the additional mileage. It just says, it'll tell you like the the two closest street corners, but it's like if you don't know, you know, like you could live in the same town for, you know, your whole life and like not know every single street, you know, I wish they would show a map of where you're going like DoorDash, but, uh, yeah, the, the miles on Grubhub, that would be great. I'm trying to think of like what other things like that I would want, but yeah, I mean, full tip on DoorDash, um, mileage on Grubhub, which I don't know why they don't show it, but it's like, um, anything with Instacart or uh, you know, I can't really think of anything. Well, I guess with Instacart would be like a breakdown of the tips uh, if it's uh, two or three customers. Because if it's, it just says, you know, Instacart pay plus tip. If it's one customer, then you know that's what the tip is. But if it's two or three customers batched together in a double or triple, you don't know if like one person was like a really generous tipper and the other person was a really stingy tipper or didn't tip at all. So like if you could do the breakdown between all two or three customers, that would be that would definitely be helpful. So No, that's helpful. We've taken Yeah. Taking that down. I don't know if you saw in the chat, Dark Road Brun says Tony Zoo or Shu has some paranormal activity on DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Uh I guess we'll wrap up now. If anything else you guys want to plug, the website's withpara.com. 
Correct. Uh, websites with para.com. We have sort of a tip transparency Facebook group for anyone who's interested in that. But I think the main thing is, uh, you know, download the app, give it a try, thoughts, comments, feedback, questions. I'm at david at withpara.com. Just shoot yeah. an email. I'd love to hear from you. And I assume you're Jim at withpara.com? Uh, yes, it's Jimmy, Jimmy at withpara.com. Okay. Oh, and you guys have a YouTube channel too. We do. It's a a brand new one, so yeah. uh, cut us some slack. But yeah, it's yeah. New. If you guys can uh, get a good following going there, um, uh, yeah. So, all right. I still haven't come up with like a ending ending outro or whatever on this, but uh, you know, all I can say is thanks for watching. Check these guys out. We'll have links to everything in the description below. In fact, they'll have my link if you click and sign up. Um, they're gonna throw me a little bit of scratch. Uh, the cat's here, so we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us, Chad. All right. Yeah, we can we can hear him. Oh, you can. <laughs> He's saying hi. All right. Well, uh, have a good night, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Awesome. Take care, brother. Chat again.